Hey, love. Welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Hey ladies, so I hope you guys had a great and wonderful week. And I just wanted to share the revelation that God slapped me with this morning. I feel like oftentimes it can be easy to get caught up in wanting more in your relationship with God, especially if you've been seeking his face and you genuinely want his will. You get excited about him. Your ways have changed, not just because you think you have to act right, but because his love has changed you from the inside out. And therefore, you've allowed your desires to be changed by him. You've allowed his thoughts to be your thoughts. You've put value on what he values. And now you just want more out of your relationship with him. And it's easy to get frustrated when you feel like you don't hear him. It's easy to get frustrated when you feel like you don't know what he wants you to do. It's easy to get frustrated when you're like, Lord, everyone's living all crazy. I'm trying to find your will. And like, I just feel like you're not talking to me. I feel like you're not leading me. I feel like you're not giving me anything I prayed for. Like, what's the deal? Like, am I doing something wrong? Is there something you need from me that I haven't been listening to? I don't want to miss you. And we're consumed by all this anxiety and fear. We're motivated to talk to him out of Fear, not out of fear, a healthy fear for him, as it says in the word, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. We are fearful that we are doing something wrong. We are fearful that God doesn't hear us. We are fearful that what he says isn't true. Think about it. We know that the Lord does not give us a spirit of fear. So if we're motivated by fear to ask all these questions out of Fear that we've missed God or that he isn't God in our lives. We are listening to the wrong voice. These are the voices we need to be casting down, as we've talked about. Cast down every vain imagination and everything that exalts itself above the word of God, right? We've allowed a voice to get too loud. One that isn't God's voice. And so we must be vigilant as Christians, right? We must be vigilant and discerning in knowing what voices to tune into what voices to tune out we need to guard our hearts we need to guard our minds and we need to guard our spirits and the way to do that is to watch what you hear watch what you see watch how you talk watch what you come into agreement with because the enemy can trick you by one small seed he can literally place a seed of doubt in you and you can adopt it as your own thought and then you can stay on track with that thought for as long as you miss it as long as you're not taking it to god like god is this you if you still need to do that, do that. God, is this you? You will know if it's not. If you spend time in his words, you know what he sounds like. You know what he talks like. But God in this season has been like, slow down. I need to take you back to the basics. I need to take you back to the reason, to the root, to the foundation of our relationship and that is the fact that i love you john three sixteen. for god so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and so it seems he's like okay mick what do you know about my love for you 
hey god i know you love me i know that nothing can separate us you know from the love that you have for us in romans 8 38 yes lord i know that you love me what about john 15 lord i know that one too remain in me and i will remain in you i have loved you just as the father has loved me remain in my love and do not doubt my love for you if you keep my commandments and obey my teaching you will remain in my love just as i have kept my father's commandments and remain in his love i have told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy may be full and complete and overflowing this is my commandment that you love and unselfishly seek the best for one another just as i have loved you no one has greater love nor a stronger commitment than to lay down his own life for his friends and yes lord i know you've done that for us i know you love me you said you'll never leave me you said you'll never forsake me i know you love me he's like you know i love you yes i know you love me yes but do you believe that i love you have you received my love for you can you rest in the fact that i love you have you received that i love you holy can you rest that even if you sin right now even if you turn your back on me right now even if you think you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing even if you make a mistake even if you fall short can you believe that i cannot love you any more than i do right now do you believe do you receive the unlimited access you have to my love do you receive that i forgive you when you confess your sin do you receive that i have good things for you that i have a future and a hope plan for you do you believe that i love you unconditionally the bible says that when we were yet sinners that he sent his son to die for us that means god loved us before we even acknowledged he was god he loved you in mess and then it's like once we become christians we think we have to clean up everything you're focused so much on what you're doing because you don't want to disappoint god and that's great but you get focused on your actions and you strive to live right in your own strength instead of resting in god's ability to do his mighty work in you and so then your view of his love for you gets skewed it gets confusing because now you think that you have to perform now you think that you have to be perfect now you think that you have to do certain things or read a certain amount of verses or volunteer or that you have to look a certain way in order for god to continue loving you he's like you know all these verses you know about my love you you just said all these verses you know them but do you live like you believe i unconditionally love you my favorite verse that i always quote is you know the lord does not give you a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind but it's like do you hear me do you hear what i said i said i didn't give you fear and then i tell you what i do give you power okay love and a sound mind you give me love you give me love friends i think that we get so wrapped up in performing for god because we have never been loved in the way that god loves we have never had a platonic romantic or parental love in our lives before god 
to this degree. We never knew what love was. We loved out of codependency. We loved out of people pleasing. We loved out of needing validation or doing things so people would stay and not leave us because we have a fear of abandonment. But we have never been loved just as we are. We have never been loved by a God who is the definition of love. When you're seeking him for some reason, somewhere, some way, our view of his unconditional love for us as sinners goes away. And then we think like God wants us to go out into the world and just do all these great things and save souls. And yes, he does. We are going to be commissioned. This is our mission. But understand me, we forget at the core of our relationship with God is his love for us. And he's taken me back to literal foundation. When you first came to me, when you first recommitted your life to me, you were a mess. <laughs> this is me talking to me. You were a mess, girl. The reason you came to God is because you had nowhere else to turn. You had nowhere else to go. You had nothing else that could take away the pain that you felt. You were lost. You were hopeless. And you knew what you did know about God. And in that little bit that you knew, you turned to him. And from that day on, nothing gave you the feeling, nothing gave you the freedom, nothing gave you the love, nothing gave you the peace or fulfillment that God has given you. And so what happened in between there, that place of humility and repentance and wanting God, wanting him desperately, to now, where you're now like, God, I'm in relationship with you. You're blessing everyone else. Like, I just feel like I'm here in this place. I'm lost. I'm fearful. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. What do you want me to do? I'm trying to please you. What happened? What happened? And I'm like, Lord, I, I don't know how I got here, to be honest. So why don't you tell me? Because, you know, God talks in questions. He'd be asking you to see where your head's at, right? And I'm like, Lord, I don't know. Like, tell me. Well, first of all, you beat yourself up and think I'm always disappointed in you. You always push yourself further away from me because you think you're not good enough for me. Anytime you do something you deem to be less than what I expect from you, you put these expectations on yourself for how I expect you to live. It's not me. It's your perfectionism manifesting into our relationship. You want to be perfect. You want to be textbook perfect so that you can gauge your relationship and progress with me. There's no gauge. There's no gauge on my love for you. There's no gauge on the plans I have for you. There's no gauge on the hope I have for you. But because you're, you have control issues, because you haven't fully released control, you need a radar. You need a reading. You need a measurement of how well you're doing. And our relationship can't be measured because my love for you is so deep. It's so full. It's limitless. My faithfulness to you is limitless. Yet you putting these boundaries and measurements on yourself and therefore it's projecting onto your relationship with me. And so you think you're not good enough for me because you're not measuring up to these unrealistic expectations you have set for yourself. The, the expectation you've placed on yourself to be good enough and loved and used by me, you fall short of. Of course, and I know you would because you're a human, but not you. 
you want to be perfect for me because you think that's how and why I'm going to use you. I need you to relinquish that control and rest and trust and have faith in the love that I have for you. Have faith in that I have a plan for you, but that I'm also not going to give you anything you're not ready for because I love you too much, because I don't want you to get it and lose it. Because a blessing can be a curse out of season if you're not grown or mature enough, prepared enough to receive it and steward over it properly, it's a curse. And because you think that the more I give you, the more I trust you, the more I love you, the more I can use you. You correlate my goodness with what I give instead of what I withhold, instead of rejection, redirection. You only correlate my goodness with what I can give you. And so if there's a season where I'm quiet, you think that I'm not there, that I don't see you, that I don't love you, that I don't hear you, when really I need you to draw closer to me because there's things I need to tell you. And in this season, the thing I need to tell you is I love you. And I need you to rest in that because if you're going to show women my love for them, I need you to receive my love for you. I will not have you going out there showing them this half-baked love because you only allowed me to get in halfway. You have placed a guard not only around men and relationships in your life because you've been hurt so much, but around me. You are prepared for me to disappoint you. You think that I don't have no problem disappointing you and letting you down. You expect me to disappoint you just like you do men in relationships. And because you've only been disappointed to be hurt because these people didn't have good intentions for you, you think I'm the same way. When really, when I withhold things from you, when I redirect you, when things reject you, when I correct your path and you don't get the thing you thought you should get, it's because I love you. It's because you're not ready for that. It's because that's not what I have for you. It's because I have better for you. And until you sit and rest in my fatherly love that I have for you, you will not understand me and you'll always be mad at me and resent me. You will always think badly of me, poorly of me. And so then it will draw you away from me because you don't think you can trust me, because you don't think you can hear me or feel me. You will get distant and you will seek outside things for validation and comfort and love as you used to. But I've delivered you out of Egypt. I've delivered you out of the bondage of that. Will you go back because of this relationship struggle that we're having right now? And I'm like, nah, God, I can't go back to that. How do we get here? Do I need therapy? What do I do? He said, rest. Just rest. I need you to trust that I love you this much. That if I give, if I don't give, if I redirect, if I don't direct, it's out of a good place. It's out of love. And I love you more than anyone has ever or will ever love you. And nothing you can do can bring you closer to me. Nothing you can do can make me love you more. Nothing you do will make me fast forward or advance anything because I need you to be ready. 
I'm the God of permanent change. So if I give you something, I want you to have it and keep it. I'm the God of legacy. I don't want it to just be for you. I bless you with abundance so that yes, you can be blessed, but so can your children. So can your children's children. So can your family and your husband. It's not just for you. And so I need to get you alone and in this type of place where I humble you to show you, you don't know even the basics of my love for you, the gospel, where you started. So I have to take you back to where you started so that I can grow my, I have to take you back to where we started so that our foundation is rock sturdy. So that when I do commission you and send you out or bless you with more, I can trust that you're prepared and that you will steward over it the way that I intended for you to have it. Not rushed, not you'll be anxious because you're not ready. You'll be ready. And I am your comfort. I am your strength. I am your foundation. I am the one who provided. It's me. So whenever this big thing, because when you get more, you need more. When this big thing comes and you need to trust me for more to maintain it, you already know who got it. And so in a season before God is about to bless you, he must take you through your old revelations, the basics, his love for you, the gospel. He must take you through the basics as a crash course so that he can see if you're ready. It's a test so that he can make sure he can trust you to steward over the things that he has and is ready to give you because it's time you're closer than you think and he wouldn't be seeing this telling you this testing you showing you revealing this to you if he didn't have a plan to build upon this rock this foundation of love that he builds in your life through a genuine relationship with him he said, all these things are going to be added unto you. But greater than that is my love for you. I don't just want you to go and do things and have things. I want to have a relationship with you. I want to be with you. I want to walk with you. I want to give you strength. I love you. I didn't just send my son to die for the sake of writing a book. I sent my son to die so we could have communication, so we could have a relationship, so I could love you, so I could protect you, so I could abide in you so I could direct you so I could reveal to you who you really are who I've created you to be since the beginning of time I am love and I abide in you we are not separate you have died you are now alive through me in Christ and the only good you'll produce is by abiding in me and so we have to get that right first before I move you on before I advance you before I next level you can you rest in the fact that I love you because you will always have to come back to this. You will always have to rely on my love to strengthen you for where I'm taking you. You will always have to rely on who I am to you. And so in this season, I'm taking you back. Yes, you're isolated. Yes, I've broken things off. Yes, I've removed the things you're comfortable with because I need to get you alone and teach you my love for you. Teach you the basics, teach you the gospel, the gospel, really understand it. You know the story, but you're included in the story. Put yourself in it because you're in it. I died for you. So I could have a relationship with you. So I could love on you. I don't want you to just praise me to get a blessing. 
I don't want you to just worship me to get a husband. I don't want you to just read the word because you feel like you have to do it. I don't want you to give me rituals and Pharisee things. I don't want you to pray like them. I want you to talk to me. God just wants a relationship with you, a genuine, real relationship with you where you can just include him in your life. You feel you've been distant from him because you forget that he abides in you. And you're trying to do all these outside things to please him and get closer to where you think he's taking you when you're not even taking the time to listen, to see where he is taking you. But at the root of where he is taking you must be your foundation and it must be built on a rock. It must be tested and tried and refined. This is why your faith is tested. This is why we rejoice in trials, as it says in the word because then our faith is tested and made strong and he must make sure your foundation is strong. And to do that, he takes you back to the basics. So this week, I want you to let God love on you, sis. Don't focus on asking him for anything else. Just love him and let him love you back. Open your heart to him in a way you haven't ever before. And it's gonna feel weird for all my doers. Because you're going to think, because I'm not doing nothing, nothing's going to advance. But uh-uh. the most work you could ever do is surrender and rest. Because then God has space to move. You won't let him move. You're too in control. Get out the way. Rest in his love for you this week. And watch what he does. You will be more sensitive. You will hear more from him. You will get more revelation. And he will advance you forward because he can trust you. He knows that you have a clean heart. He's purified you and that you are open to receive what he has for you out of love. Not because you just want stuff. And so I pray this message has found you well, child. It's a little different than our other episodes, but this is just a revelation I've gotten. And I'm literally just starting to do it this week because it's beautiful. It's beautiful that I serve a God that just wants me as I am. There's never a moment where he's like, you know what? I'm a her there. He's always looking to do your good. Surely his goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. He's seeking to hunt you down to be good to you 24-7 because of how much he loves you. And so this week, practice love, practice relationship. Let him show you what love is so that you can eventually show others what true love is. Not loving out of people pleasing or validation or trying to look a certain way. Genuine love. Let him get into that heart of yours and change it and mold it and make it into what he needs it to be. I pray this finds you well, sis. Let's meditate together on his love for us and we will reconvene next week. I pray that God holds you strong. I pray that he strengthens your faith in a way it hasn't been strengthened before and that he reveals to you your direction through your relationship of love with him. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I'll see y'all next week.